Good morning, good, good morning, morning, good morning. Hope all is well with you good and yours, you. for this is the day that the Lord has made, has, and we shall and rejoice we shall and be glad in it. I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house good. of the Lord, for God is good and worthy to be praised. And I'm just so grateful to be with you here this last Sunday of 2023 amen for amen. god has been so good to us we just don't say that clichely but we do truly mean that god has been good to us if you're under the sound of my voice if you can hear my voice if you can watch me if you can see me on yourself or whatever the case may be that you are truly blessed amen as we go right into our praise and worship on this morning and sister harris is going to take us in and she's going to go in and go in god have her to go and this day as we celebrate celebrate tomorrow's official Christmas, but today but is today was we know as we know Christmas, Christmas Eve. So, so I ask that you don't that sit you back, back, but that you go, but that you go forward. Amen. Forward, amen. Praise the Lord our God. Lord our God. This time we're going to turn right on over. Sister Dominique is on you. We know as we know Christmas Eve. So I and I came to magnify the name of the Lord and I hope you did too thank you Jesus come come let us adore him kneel down before him worship and adore
Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Searched all over, nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater than you.
love him, I love him, I love him. don't know what he's done for me. He gave me the victory. one last time give him the fruit of your lips oh, oh and I love you Jesus I worship and adore you I just want to tell you Lord I love you
How many of you love him more than anything? How many of you love him more than anything, more than your house, than your car, than your children, amen? Love him more, more, more than anything. For God is so good to us. He's wonderful. He's kind. He's love. He's peace. He's strength. And we adore him. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you know that God is good to you? How many of you know he's been good to you on this morning? For God has just been so good to us. He's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will you just lift your hand to him on this Christmas morning and just say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I, I praise you, Lord. I, Lord, I lift you up, Lord. I, I raise your name, thank God, for it's none like you in all the land. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you on this morning. I thank you for giving me the opportunity, Lord Jesus, to see yet another Christmas Eve. For God is good. He's good. How many of you know he's been good to you this year? If you would just raise your hand wherever you are virtually, God knows he sees. If you know he's been good to you this year, just raise your hand and say, Lord, I thank you for being good to me. Lord, I thank you for opening doors for me. I thank you for keeping me, oh God. I thank you for, even when I went through sickness, Lord, it didn't kill me. Lord, just thank you, thank you, I thank you. Lord, for you're just so faithful, Lord Jesus, to us, oh God. And you're grateful, Lord. We're grateful, grateful, grateful to you on this morning, oh God. Lord, and we thank you. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As we go forward on this day, just God is so good to us. How many of you know God has been good to you, saints? And we're just so grateful to him from whom all blessings flow on this morning. Having uh, had a little bit of audio problem in here this morning, but hopefully we got it set. And I think we got it straight now. Amen. Um, okay. I think we got um, somebody said I sound far away. Okay. Let me see if we can get that set up. On this morning, I apologize for our audio issues here on today. Um, trying something a little new. Every now and time you try something new, sometimes different things happen. And then Zoom wants to do what it wants to do. And then all the other pieces, like if one thing changes, it changes something else. And it changes to something else. And it changes to something else. And every time you have to go ahead and reset these settings and play with them a little bit every time. So I'm just grateful to God for you on this morning for God is good and he's worthy to be praised and we're just so thankful 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 I know I just keep saying that because I have a spirit of gratitude I have a spirit of Lord I'm just grateful Lord because you didn't have to do it but you did and for that we're grateful welcome to the safe house church of Greensboro North Carolina my name is um, Dr. Peter Ely and I serve as pastor here at the safe house church here we are a hybrid ministry what I mean by hybrid ministry is, is in the way that we come together. We come together face-to-face -to -face one time a month. And then the rest of the time, those other three or two, three to four Sundays, we are here online. And then we have virtual Bible study every single week. Amen. You don't eat once a week. So therefore, we have to be in the Word of God more than once a week. So on Sundays, uh, we preach the Word that God has given us. And then on Wednesdays, we spend our time expounding upon the word of God where we go book by book. And right now we're in the critical book 
of Ecclesiastes and all of them. Last year, we spent most of our time in the book of Genesis, which was just a wonderful book. If you understand Genesis, I tell people you understand about 85 to 90 percent of the Bible. If you can understand and get some kind of grasp of what was going on there from the beginning and how the plan of redemption was then laid out for you and I. I don't know about you all, but I am blessed and highly favored in 2023. has been a good year for us. Amen. There's been some highs. There's been some lows. There's been some things that happened that we never thought would happen. God has done some things in some miraculous ways, and God has kept us, and he's kept you through it all. And I am grateful to be able to um, um, be able to say that um, before him, for God is good, and he's worthy to be praised. And for some of you, he's still turning it around in your favor. And I am grateful to hear that he is still on the throne. He's still in control despite what's going on, what we see all around the world in the Middle East and, and what's going on here and there. And people get all in the uproar about some things. But, you, you know, if you read your Bible, your Bible tells you that these things will come. He told us that it would be perilous times will come, that men would be a lover of themselves and not natural affection. That, you know, that if you stand for Christ, you will be accused sometime. Oh, come on, somebody. You know, I know the church world has been up in an uproar because of some of the accusations and things that have been said. Amen. But, you know, my Bible tells me, um, keep keep my hands off his prophets. Amen. So, you know, I don't know nothing. I won't dare. And I, I, I really, I don't care because at the end of the day, time will tell all in time. Amen. And God's word will um, um, proclaim. Amen. And I know before you, uh, from personal history, amen, people can just say any and everything they want to say. And, and not even be remotely true, but people take things because they want to believe something so bad. They're looking for a piece of dirt so bad. They're looking for a way out so bad that sometimes they'll go as far as to make things up. But the Bible tells us that these things would come. But what we have to do is to hold our peace and let the Lord fight our battles. Amen. That same one who's mocking their mouth now may be throwing dirt in their face on next week. You just don't know. So that's why I tell you, you know, let God handle it. Amen. If it, if it, if it is what it is, God knows and he'll take care of it. And I have to trust and believe that he will take care of that and he will take care of you just like he has taken care of us. I also want to announce to you all on this morning for first, I want to say uh, Merry Christmas or Merry Christmas Eve on Christmas Eve to you. Um, as many of you will come on the broadcast. We are also now broadcasting on Instagram. We finally got that going. And you can also catch the broadcast on Instagram, on our Instagram page. And that is at um, Safe House Church GSO. That's at Safe House Church GSO. So I ask that um, if you're an Instagram person, if you're a social media person, which many of you are because you're at least watching me um, here, that I um, ask that you go ahead and, and join our page and like our page. And that's exclusively church things, church related, church stuff. And um, we're starting to um, broadcast there. We got some bugs and stuff that we still got to figure out. But nonetheless, we are there. So we are expanding. So now I think as far as social media, we're on like five different channels. We got we on Twitch. We got the Facebook. We got the Zoom. We got the YouTube. So the word is going forth and it's going out on this day. Now, I believe today is a very special day, not just because of the holiday, but I believe there is a word from the Lord to share with you on today to prepare you as you, um, for many of you, um, as you go into resolutions for the new year, um, things that you want to do, things that you're planning for the Bible says in Habakkuk said, write the vision and make it plain and, um, and that you, they will run and then, um, and not faint. 
Though the vision had tarried for a while, it was speaking, it would not die. So in doing all these things and praying and, and seeking God, that he sent a word to me to be able to share with you on today. And I typically don't talk from topics like this or, you know, these things, but um, I feel this is where the direction God would have me to go because next year, as we go into the next year, this is actually the last service for this year and because um, we're not going to have any Bible class on Wednesday night. And as we go into the new year, please remind you, we will have our traditional new year service. We will be here live um, like we normally are here. So we will be sending out some information about that as we go into the new year. As we got the new year, God has called us to what? To invest deeply. So investment deeply, invest in deeply. And it's going to be a good year. And if you invest, if you invest little, then you only can get, get back little. But if you invest a lot then a lot is in return. And what it is not in particular just for you, but for all of those around you, we have to get to the point, we got to stop thinking in terms of just me, 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 me. When you take care of we, 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 God takes care of me, 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 me. Let me say that again. When we take care of we, 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 he takes care of me, 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 me. All right, so it's, it's very, you know, um, you know, when I think about, you know, we spell me, M-E, and we spell we, W-E. So if you take that M and you turn that whole thing upside down, now you got what? You got a we. So he wants us to look at we, and we, he'll turn around and take care of me. Did y'all hear me? I say he wants us to look at the we, and then he'll turn that around and take care of me. So um, I'm going to give arms to our first lady, um, Felicia Ely. We're just so grateful to have her in our life. Amen. And our children. Mother-in-law, and we're just grateful for all of you all to continue to pray for us. Um, for ministry, it's tough. Amen. Um, there's people quitting every day. Um, like I said, you know, some say uh, people in it for the money, but those of y'all know me that that's definitely not the case here. Amen. But this is heart work, H-E-A-R-T, heart work, because this is what God has called me to do. Um, it would be easier for me to sit down and do something else. Amen. And just calculate this or go do this or go that do that but nonetheless god has called me to this work amen and since he's called me to this work then it's upon me to do it so i'm not gonna belabor the moment i know you want to spend time with your family and friends on this morning but i do believe there is a word from the lord on today i think we don't have any birthdays or any anniversaries or anything like that if we do and i missed it Please put it in the chat and I'll go back and make it right. If not, um, charge it to my head and not my heart. All right, so I do believe there is a word from the Lord on today that I want to share with you. I have a couple of different verses I want to go with you um, into on this morning. So let's go with me to the book of um, Romans. We're going to go Romans. I got a couple of chapters up there. Romans 8, 1 through 8. Then we're going to put a finger there or put your piece of paper there. Then we'll go over to John, that's St. John, the 13th chapter, verses 15 through 16. And then we will conclude with 1 Peter, that's chapter number 5, 1 through 4. Um, do me a favor, go ahead and hit the share button or the like button and share this with somebody else. Somebody else needs to know and hear what I'm going to expound on this morning. Um, because this will be life changing, life altering for some, because many people are looking and many people are searching and the answers are right there in front of their face. The answers are right there in front of their face. If we will pay attention and we will heed to God's word. Hallelujah. Are y'all with me? 
The answers are right there in front of our face if we would pay attention and heed to God's um, word. Amen. This light is all in my face right here. <laughs> all right, so let's um, go. Let me pull this up. I have it here. And we're going to share screen with you on this morning. Hallelujah. See if I remember how to do it here all of a sudden. You know, I've had a brain fog here. So there we go. That should be it. All right. So. All right. So we're going to read first Romans. Um, one through eight. And it says this. There is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. God sent his own son in the likeness of the sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life in peace. Because the carnal minded is enmity me against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in flesh cannot please God. All right, let's turn over to John. John, St. John, I'm going to go 13 and 15 and verse 16. It says this, For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. Neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. So if ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. I went on, I read 17. All right. And the last verse here I want to share with you. First Peter 5, 1 through 4. And it says this. The elders which are among you, I exhort, who am also, um, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly. Not for filthy liquor, but a ready mind. Neither as being lords of God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. If I can use for a subject on this Christmas Eve morning to you, I want to talk to you from the subject of guaranteed success. Three essential elements. Guaranteed success. Three essential elements. 
poke your neighbor, put it in the chat or something, or say something virtually to yourself and say, guaranteed success. There's three essential elements to guaranteed success. When we look throughout the world, when we look all over, everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants things to go the way that they desire them to go. They would like things to follow the way that they would like to follow. Everybody likes their ideas to be the next big thing. And, and many of us equate success in various different ways. Success um, has um, various definitions. I know we have a standard definition that may be there in Webster that we may use. And, and in that standard definition we use there in Webster. But success is really defined by the person who is seeking it. My success may not be a success to you, but based on my situation and my circumstances and what I've been through and what I've gone through, then my success is my success. Success is one thing that is very personal. Um, it's kind of like, as they say, beauty. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So how can you tell someone else that this is not beautiful? As is often said that one man's Trash is another man's treasure. That which someone doesn't like, meaning that may be somebody else who likes this. So this is why I tell people all the time when they're doing things and somebody says, well, this is ugly. It may be ugly to you, but it may be beautiful to somebody else. Amen. For God has what? God has allowed us to be some unique and peculiar creatures. Amen. And he said that we are a peculiar people in that uh, we all have likes and we all have dislikes. We have things that um, that tickle our fancy. Then we have things that we don't necessarily care about. And what the world has con conditioned us to believe is that everybody should be on this one thing. If I say this is hot, then it should be hot. If this is, I say this is cold, this should be cold. And what we find is that now they have come more and more every day to normalize things, things that we wouldn't do, things we wouldn't say, things we wouldn't dare do before, amen, because now everybody has their own definition of whatever things are, amen. So we have to be careful. So this is why it's essential that we have the Bible because the Bible is our standard. And if you know something to be a standard, the standard is this is what you measured it against. Either you at the standard, you above the standard, or you below the standard. There's no in between. Either you below it, you at it, or you above it. And what we find here is that our success in God should be measured by what the success says it is in the Bible. Success in the Bible is believing in God. Success in the Bible is walking by faith and not by sight. Success in the Bible is holding on and not quitting. When others would look, see, we get ourselves in trouble all the time because there's going to be somebody who's going to wake up tomorrow that's going to get on Facebook or Instagram and somebody's going to post some of the things they got and they're going to believe that because they didn't get them that they are not success, that they, were, they didn't receive that, that they are lesser. And the Bible warns us against measuring ourselves against one another. But in fact, what he gives us is some very distinct examples, in particular, three things that I want to go over with you on today to talk about your success in him, your guaranteed success for 2024, your guaranteed success for the rest of your life. I promise you, if you know these three things, if you have these three things in your life, that success is yours, amen, because what you'll find is that God will um, give you the desires of your heart, meaning that goes both ways, meaning that he will also tell you what you're going to desire, so you'll be content with that, but he also 
also give you the desires, amen? So the things that you have and the things that you want and the things that you desire do come from him. It's not something that you just pull out of the air because sometimes we desire some ungodly stuff. Sometimes we desire things that are beneath us, amen, that God wants more for us. How many of you know sometimes you are subtle for less? Oh, come on, somebody. See, when you're hungry and when you're hungry and when you want something bad enough that you didn't told yourself that you got to have it, the first thing that comes along, then you might be willing to settle for. This is why they say a hungry man makes dumb decisions. Mm, did y'all catch that? That a hungry man would make dumb decisions. Why? Because if he's hungry, then he would make the dumb decision to almost eat anything that comes before him because of his hunger. Not that it was right for him. Not that it was good for him. Not that it helped nourish his body. But all he was trying to do was control his hunger. We see this to be true in the Bible because we know Esau sold his birthright to his brother Jacob for what? A bowl of lentils, a bowl of beans, a bowl of soup that he sold all his birthright to his brother, all his inheritance that was now gone, all the things that would have come to him, he sold for a bowl of soup. So brothers and sisters, we got to be careful for the Bible tells us not to be anxious for anything. And in our play of being anxious, sometimes we find ourselves in a situation that we would sell it for anything that we'll go for after because we wanted it so bad. And the devil knew the thing that we wanted and the thing that God has promised us. And sometimes in our haste that we will not to wait. And then when we not wait, then we put ourselves in a situation and we wonder how we got there. So let me explain to you today on why we read the scriptures that we read and in particular what you need to be successful. Number one, let's talk about it like this. Number one, I want to talk to you. You need a sponsor. Mm, what is a sponsor, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. A sponsor. A sponsor is someone who's an advocate. There's an advocate for you. Do you not know in the secular world, also in the Bible world, also in the spiritual world and all these other worlds that you need a sponsor? A sponsor is someone who speaks for you, someone who declares for you, someone who's a precursor for you. Even Jesus Christ himself had a sponsor. We talk about John the Baptist, and John the Baptist talked about the one who was going to come, that he wouldn't even be able to carry his shoes. He talked about the one that was going to come, that was going to give his life. He talked about the king that was coming. So what he did is he, he opened the way for Jesus Christ. Do you not know there's jobs in certain situations that your, your money and your just your skill will not get you into, but you have to be sponsored into the space. Amen. That's sometimes there's someone who has to step up and say, hey, I know this person. I know their skill set. I know what they can do. And I'm here to tell you today that give this person an opportunity, give this person a chance that you don't know who is sponsoring you in this space. You need someone who will be able to speak in rooms about what God has done in your life, about what God is doing for you and what he's doing through you to be able to speak to others who don't know you. This is both true, both in the secular world and in the biblical world, amen. That what, that's why they go by prosperity and, and, and they ordain people and ordain bishops that you just don't get where you are. There's someone who sponsors you. There's someone who puts their name on you. Do you not know that we have a sponsor in Jesus Christ, amen? He talked about it in Romans 8. When we first read Romans 8, that's why we read Romans 8 and 1 this morning. He talked about the spirit of God that goes before him. That what, Jesus is our 
advocate before the Father. Why? Because you and I are no good, amen. That I cannot go before God on my own. That he goes before him for me. He speaks for me because if I had to speak for myself, I'm not worthy, amen. I got sin. I got things I've done. I got places I've gone. I got stuff that I missed the mark. Things that I still don't do well and I still am messing up on and I'm trying to get better and I'm working towards perfection. And, and But Jesus, when he Jesus steps up, all he sees is his son that he's well pleased with. When Jesus steps to God on our behalf, all he sees is his son that he's well pleased with. And since he's well pleased with him, then he can bring him things. He can say, Father God, that this is your one Peter, Lord. Father God, this is your one joy, oh God. Father God, this is your one Sarah, oh God. That Lord, this is what they're doing. And Lord, I speak on their behalf. Come on, somebody. I don't know about you. I know we're celebrating Christmas on tomorrow, and we celebrating the fact that Jesus was born, but I'm also celebrating the fact that he is my sponsor, that he speaks for me before I get there, amen. There's certain situations and circumstances that you cannot get in. There's certain clubs that are out there that you cannot get in, that what someone has to sponsor you into the space. Someone has to open up the door for you into the space. Someone has to say that, look, I'm willing to work with this person. I'm willing to step in. I'm willing to put this person's name out there. I'm willing to say that this person is good enough. I'm willing to say that I'm willing to risk my reputation and put my reputation on the line to say that you should give this person an opportunity to give this person a chance. And I'm telling you that it is essential to your success. It's essential to my success in the spiritual world that I have what? That I have Jesus there being an advocate for me because I cannot go on my own, that I have too much going on. I have so many holes in my life. I got things that I don't do right. I got things that I still say sometimes that I'm working, but with Jesus and his blood and his righteousness covers the multitude of sin, amen. And I'm grateful, just like in the secular world, in the business world, you need a sponsor, that you cannot just go in any place. Sometimes you need a co-signer for a loan. Sometimes you need someone to be able to speak to you to say, look, I know that these people here know, have this job or they can do these things, but I know this person because I know this person, I'm going to sponsor them into the space. I'm willing to risk my reputation for this person because I understand and I know their character. And I know this person just needs an opportunity to be able to go forth. This person just needs an opportunity to be able to show you how good they are, what they can do. And I don't know about you, but you need a sponsor in the space. Hallelujah. So the first thing you need, which is essential, is you must have a sponsor. Amen. So during 2024 year, as God said, Lord, send me a sponsor here in the natural world. Lord, send me, Lord, you be my sponsor, oh God. Then how do you, you make him your sponsor? That you give your life to him. Hallelujah. That you give your life to him. You give your life to him. You worship him in spirit and in truth. You worship him when it's going good. You worship him when it's going bad. You celebrate him when it's going good. You celebrate him when it's going bad. You continue to follow him. You continue to trust him and say, Lord, I don't understand exactly where this is going. Lord, I don't understand exactly how this is going to work out. But because I trust you, oh God, and because you know, Lord, you what's best for me, Lord, I believe that you're going to lead me to where I need to go. I believe that you're going to open up the door. You're going to touch the right person. You're going to touch the right heart. You're going to hold the king's heart in your hand and you're going to turn it whatever way you may. Lord, you're going to help me to be where I need to be. Lord, I'm going to be there exactly when I need to be there. I'm going to be saying exactly what I need to be saying. I'm going to be doing exactly what I need to be doing exactly at that time and I'm going to be sponsored into the space. Are y'all with me? 
sponsor you into that space. And Jesus Christ is our sponsor. Hallelujah. Then the second thing that you need in this space is you need a mentor. There's a difference between a mentor and a sponsor. A sponsor brings you as an advocate. The sponsor speaks in rooms that you are not privileged to. In fact, sometimes you don't even know who your sponsor is. But we know in, in the spiritual world that our sponsor is Jesus Christ. Even in the natural world, my sponsor is Jesus Christ. But then sometimes he'll put himself or he, he'll touch somebody's heart and they'll speak for me. If y'all remember in the Bible that what? Joseph was sponsored. They said Joseph was what? Joseph was down in prison and Joseph interpreted some dreams. And Joseph told that baker, he told that butler, said, if you ever get out of here and you go before Pharaoh, remember me. That's being sponsored in the space. So what happens? The Bible tells us when they get there and the Pharaoh has a dream, they say, well, I know of a man. Do you see what I'm saying? You, your gifting just ain't going to get you there by yourself, but it's God's grace and his mercy. He said, I know of a man who can interpret your dreams and tell you all these things. And what happened is they bring him into the space. Now, what's a mentor? A mentor is that person who helps guide. A mentor is a guide. We read in John 13, John 13 verses 13 and uh, four, I mean, uh, 15 and 16, he was talking about what? That he sent what? The Holy Spirit as our mentor. Our mentor is the Holy Ghost. This is why it's essential, brothers and sisters, that you have the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost will walk with you. It will guide you. And if you listen, it will lead you into all truth and understanding. Oh, come on, somebody. Did y'all catch that? That it will lead you into truth and understanding. See, many of us, the Bible tells us not to lean onto our own ways. He said, uh, he said, he says it like this. He said, when you lean into your own ways, then you, 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 you lead them down into destruction. Why? Because you don't know the road that's ahead of you. So he tells us, lean not into your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. How about the Holy Ghost is a mentor? See, I don't know about you, but there are many mentors I've had in my life, and they and they come and go because they come and go because sometimes they are seasonal. But I'm here to tell you today that the Holy Ghost is a lifelong mentor. If you will listen to him, he'll tell you when to shut your mouth. He'll tell you it's not time for you to speak right now. See, a good mentor will be able to tell you, look, this is the time you should be pushing forward. And then he'll also be able to tell you this is the time you should shut up and sit down somewhere. This is the time that you need to read more. This is the time you need to study more. This is the time that you need to go in this direction. This is the time you need to go in that direction. This is the time you need to scale back. This is the time you need to press forward. The Holy Ghost will do that. Are y'all with me? So here he's telling us what? That with the Holy Ghost is essential. Why? Because as you're working and waiting for that time and that opportunity, we read in Ecclesiastes, it talks about time and chance. But remember, time and chance, brothers and sisters, we live outside of time and chance because those who have God, they don't have to live on a thing of time and chance because he says it like this. He said, the steps of a good man are ordered by him. So he's ordered your steps. You don't have to live in time and chance because he's ordered your steps. Solomon made that very clear that with life with Christ without Christ is simply vanity, amen. But those who have Christ, then what our steps are ordered, and we are to follow the steps that He has for us. And as we follow those steps of that mentor, and that mentor is leading us and guiding us, and to that point that what now God is ready to use us. And like Joseph, He'll pluck you out. Like Moses, Moses came out. What Moses was out there in the wilderness for 40 years being mentored. Mm, come on, somebody. Did y'all catch that? 
for 40 years that we had Moses on the backside of a desert being mentored. He was learning what to do and what not to do. He was learning how to take care of those sheep. He was learning to be a good father. He was learning to, to understand agriculture and how to survive out in the desert. So then when the time came, he was sponsored into the space that said, go let my people go, Moses. Moses, go take my people and leave them out. So now when he led them out and they got into the wilderness, he knew what to do because he had been in that space. See, oftentimes, brothers and sisters, a mentor has gone in this space before you got in there. Did you catch that? That a mentor has gone before you. Typically, they are someone who has what done what it is that you're trying to do. They know the path. They know the path that you travel. Therefore, they understand certain things. And therefore, there are certain things they'll be able to tell you about yourself and about your journey and about where you're going. And also be able to encourage you. How many of you know that the Holy Ghost is a mentor? Yeah, that the Holy Ghost is a mentor if you will listen to him, if you will let him lead you, if you will guide him, if you will spend time with God, then he will download you your direction. He will download to you which way you need to go. He will download to you what you need to say. He will download to you to show you exactly how to go. There's a way that he would desire for you to go. For the Bible says straight is the gate and narrow is the way to him. You need a mentor in your life. And that mentor is the Holy Ghost, that spirit. In your work life, you need a mentor in your life, someone who's already been where you want to go. Now, everybody's just not going to be a mentor. There's got to be some connection. In fact, one person told me one time, said, the men you don't find the mentor, the mentor finds you. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but, you know, but I thought about it. It sounded profound at the time, but... There are things that God and people that God will bring into your life for whatever reason. You don't know why they're helping you. And they'll help you so much and so well, it absolutely scares you. There's some people that God has put in my life over the last six to eight months or the last year or so that have been such a help to me. It's scary because in the back of my mind, because when you deal with trauma and we all have our set of traumas that we deal with. And, and if you've been messed over before by people and if you've trusted people and you've gave people your heart and all this kind of thing. And, and you know, that they had your best interest at heart. And when you've done that to people and they mess over you, you just don't give that away easily. So what do you do? You always on guard. Because in the back of your mind, you feel like you're looking. I'm here to tell you today. I'm going to speak well to you. You keep looking, you're going to find exactly what you're looking for. Nobody's perfect. But there are some people that God has put in your life that's mentoring you to the next space. You might not like exactly what they say. You might not exactly like exactly how they do it. But they are on your team. They are on your team. Make no mistake about it. They are on your team. Why? Because the mentor, all the mentor gets out of this is just the, just the fact that I helped somebody else. Woo! Come on, somebody. I had one mentor of mine. I was sitting in his office in a, in a fairly large, I say, university. And I got a couple of them like that. God has blessed me to just connect with over the years. And I was remembering, I was sitting there and I was having a conversation with him. And I was asking him, because, you know, we live in a world that people say, what have you done for me lately? If I do something for you, you got to do something for me. So I was asking him and said, what 
do you want me to do or what do I need to do? You know, because I'm enjoying this relationship and I'm learning so, so much. And what, and what I found myself that I was opening myself up and what he found because he's a good mentor, what he simply said was this. And he said it kind of like this. And I don't know exactly how he said it, but it was like, you're here because I want you here. And if I didn't want you here, you wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. So I'm here because I want to help you and I want to pour into you and you owe me nothing. I get what I get because I know I helped you. See, I know we in a day and time now that people, everybody wants something. Everybody thinks they want something. Somebody, you know, And there are some people who do that. There's no question about it. But I'm here to tell you in 2024, there's some people that God is bringing into your life. They don't want nothing from you but to see you be successful. They don't want nothing from you but to see you be all that God has called you to be. They want nothing from you but to see you what? To pay it forward because there's somebody else who's going to be better because of you. There's somebody that you're going to reach that I can't reach, but I can reach them through you. There's a group and there's a population of people that you'll be able to talk to and pour into who like you and God's giving you favor with that what we need to reach and they can only reach them through you. And this is why the power of the Holy Ghost is essential because the Holy Ghost will teach you what to say, what not to say. And in those professional spaces, it'll tell you where to go and where not to go and, and how to go and who to connect with. I'm here to tell you that, that everybody's not there because they want to be a bad person to you. There are still good people in this world. Now, don't make no mistake about it. We know there's plenty of ones who just want to step over your back and use you for the next level. And this is why it's essential that you have the Holy Ghost so you can discern when those people are who they are. This is why discernment, brothers and sisters, is, is, is to me, is essential. It's essential to you being guaranteed success. Why? Because now you got, if you got a sponsor, this is somebody who's going to open the door for you. They're going to put the foot in the door for you. You know, huh? Then you got that mentor. That mentor is that one who's willing to share with you some things. I've had some mentors who share some deeply personal things with me that change and revolutionize the way I even thought about things or I thought about certain situations or even myself. And they don't share those things just because they want to just share them, but they believe that it's a caveat to able to help somebody else. I've shared some things about myself with some of our members and others, amen. Not that because I just want to put my business out there, but because I want it to be a blessing to somebody else. Because what, what I've been through, if you can learn from what I've been through, and now you don't have to go through that, then that makes you go even further, even faster to be able to help even more people. It's not about me. It's about we. And because it's we, me get taken care of. Do you understand what I'm saying to you this morning? This is my last message for 2024. I got it. I mean, 23. Got to get it out. So the mentor is critical. Our mentor is the Holy Ghost. He'll talk to you. He'll walk with you. And he'll go wherever you, you know, as far as you let him take you. Because at some point what happens is, you switch mentors in, in, in the secular world, but the, the Holy Ghost is a mentor for life. You don't, the Holy Ghost is your mentor until you go see Jesus. He's mentoring you to get there. And when you get to that point, then there's Jesus, your sponsor, who's going to sponsor you into heaven. Woo! Come on, somebody. Did y'all catch it? Are y'all catching the multiple lessons in this today? It's multiple lessons in this. 
Because I cannot get to heaven alone. I need to be taught by the Spirit. Are y'all seeing y'all with me? The Spirit teaches me. It's my mentor. He said, I was not many days hence, I would send the comforter. It's my comforter. I'm confident in it. And it gets me in position to be ready to be sponsored. And when I'm sponsored, it goes before the Father said, Lord, this is one of ours. Lord, let this one in. And you can't use money to buy that. My third point, and I'm going to get out of here. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. I don't know if I'm helping anybody today, but I know there's somebody today who's being helped, who's understanding this thing a little bit differently this morning. Last piece. Got to have, got to have a coach. See, I know this thing, this name coach now has just been thrown away so loosely and it, and it bothers me to a certain degree because everybody's a coach now. I'm a life coach. I'm a like this and ain't did nothing. What are you coaching? You, you, you coaching? You never played the game? You never read the book? You haven't done anything? What are you coaching? <laughs> That's what I ask. I, I, I look, as the people say, I check for receipts. I want to see what you've done before you sign up to be my coach. Where have you been? Who have you helped? Who have you helped sponsor into the space? Not saying that you might not be the best thing since Grape Nuts. But the spirit leaves track record. It leaves a witness. It leaves a testimony. So we read, let me get on this. Let me get on, let me get off that. First Peter 5 and 1 said this. It was talking about the elders among you. And the elders not being a constraint and to give of you know of their minds and to be examples to what? To the flock. So a coach is the one who's there with you every single day, encouraging you to go forward. See, all three of these are very distinctly different. See, the sponsor opens the door. The mentor takes you to the door. The coach encourages you not to quit. So your coach, your pastor, mm -hmm. your pastor's your coach. That's why it's essential that each and every one of us, we got to have a pastor because there's going to be sometimes you're going to be ready to quit the game. I promise you, you all, I wanted to quit one or two times myself. More than that, more than that, way more than that. Hey, maybe it was one or two times this week. Because I see some of the things that some of my other coaches are going through, and I'm like, Lord, I don't know if I want to be able to endure that. Because that's a cost to be a coach. You out front, they're looking at you. You're constantly under the microscope. You're constantly being measured. There's a pressure there. There's a, a level of expectation that's there. And what? You've got to produce the receipts. What is God doing in your life for me to believe that you can? he can do the same in mine? 
What has God done for you for me to believe that I should walk by faith and not by sight? What has God done for you for me to believe that he'll take care of me and my family? What has God done for you for me to believe that if I pay my tithe and offer that he will rebuke the divine for my sake? What has God done for you? What receipts do you have? This is what the world is asking. Mm-hmm. I did it. Because I asked for the same ones too. What have you done? Why should I follow you? Why should your words of encouragement mean something to me? It's because I have receipts. And that's part of my success. Is because now I have this coach. Because see, this thing is a day by day Hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second, millisecond by millisecond, nanosecond by nanosecond, decasecond. Do I need to keep going to get you to understand that this is a minute by minute decision? Because I'm good this minute. So I can tell you, I can get off this broadcast this morning and I was feeling great and believe that, you know what? Lord, we, we helped so many people today. Lord, we did your will, Lord. Let's go celebrate Christmas. And I can go around here and lay across my bed and be so discouraged because I'm like, Lord, did they even hear what I said today? Mm. Uh, can I just be real with y'all for a moment? Lord, am I wasting my time? Lord, only this many showed up. Lord, only this many that. These are the kind of things that go through my mind as a coach. Like, Lord, if we ain't winning any games here, Lord. So and what am I doing? Do I have any receipts? Or should I quit? Because even the coach feels like quitting sometimes. And this is why the coach got a coach. Oh, come on, somebody. Every coach has a coach. Sometimes multiple coaches. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you think you're going to walk into 2024 and you ain't got nobody coaching you, nobody celebrating you, nobody telling you, baby, hang on in there. You can make it. Keep going. I know it's tough right now. I know you want to quit. I know you want to throw in the towel. I know you want to be done with it. I know you want to give up on the marriage. I know you want to give up on the children. I know you want to quit school. Now. I know you want to quit your job. And I know you want to throw it in. But somebody who's been there and said, no, baby, hang on in there because I've seen where you're going. I've been there before. And if we stay in the game, if we be strategic about the game, if we continue to keep playing. I'm telling you at the end of the day that weeping endure for a night, but that joy comes in the morning. That they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up as wings of an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they never faint. That they that wait, he's Elohim, El Shaddai, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He is all that and then some. But sometimes you need to be told that. Sometimes you need to be reminded of that. Sometimes you need to be in that space so the coach will be able to say, look, let me put my arm around you. I know it's tough, but just pick yourself up and you got a little bit further to go. I'm here to tell you today that I am here with you, that I'm here with you every day and I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to bug you and say, nope, you got to get up and you got to run those more laps. And no, you got to keep going. And no, you can't quit right here. No, you can't give up. I know you feel like it's going to kill you. I know you feel like you want to throw in the towel. I understand that it's all messed up. I understand that that would seem to got a far ahead and that would seem like they winning and that would seem like this is working out for them. And I just feel like I'm just stuck here. But I'm here to tell you today, if you don't quit, <laughs> as Michael Jordan famously said, they can't win unless we quit. <laughs> Ooh, 
Come on, somebody. If those weren't the best, most powerful words, they can't win until we quit. So this is what this coach is. Coach is your pastor. This is why it's essential. You, you got to go to church. You got to connect. Because you're not going to make it out there by yourself like that. God designed us to have community. And we have a community. And there is a community for you. There is a group of people for you. Because we all need each other. Hezekiah Walker said best like this. He said that you are important to me and I need you to survive. I need you and you need me. We all are part of God's army and his body. Will you stand with me? Will you agree with me? We are all a part of his body. He did not design it for you to be out there alone. See, I think about it in terms of like this. I remember when I, I, I was getting in sh you know, shape some years ago and I need to do it again. <laughs> and and I had, a, I had a coach, a weightlifting coach who was training me. Watch this. I paid him and I went and he worked me out. Couple of things. Number one, if I never showed up to the gym, he couldn't coach me. Mm. If I don't show up to church, Pastor can't coach me. If I don't show up to Bible study, Pastor can't coach me. If I don't connect, Pastor can't coach me. See, let me tell you what my coach used to do. When I went to the gym, see, I used to go to the gym by myself. And I did okay. I was working out. But see, something about when you got a coach. Number one, a coach brings accountability. Woo! How many times y'all heard us say that? DEA, Discipleship Empowerment and Accountability. Accountability is always a missing element. The coach brings accountability to you. They're not just going to let you sit down. So when he tell me, okay, I need to do 10 reps, and I did these 10 reps, and he saw how easy I did that 10 reps, he'll come over and say, give me two more. And I'm like, but you told me to give you 10. So then I squeeze out two more. And he said, oh, you like you got three more. And I'm like, huh? And he like, do three more. And I'm like, man, you about to kill me. And you know what? He said, go, go, go. And I get on that, that third, and I get on that third one, and I start trembling. And I feel the weight coming down on me. And the weight's gonna come in back and bust me in the chest. You know what the coach do? He'll pick it up. Woo! Come on, somebody. The Bible says it like this. He said, cast your cares, for he cared for you. His hand is not short where he won't say. Did you get that? So right when the weight gets so heavy and I feel like I'm about to collapse, the coach comes in, what? Pulls the weight off me. Because he needed me to what? To go exercise to fatigue. And what does that do? Because see, the way the human body works is that the more you break it down, it has a resilient factor. You have a grit factor. And what it does is it builds itself back up past the point of the previous fatigue. <laughs> Did you catch that? So the more you fatigue it, the greater it grows back stronger. So I know some of you right now, I'm coaching you right now, you're fatigued. Life is throwing you some blows. You feel like you lost the game. You're questioning yourself. You're even questioning your own existence. You even thought about taking yourself out. Like, why? I'm here to tell you today, you had that point of fatigue. But he's not forgotten you. And you know what? 
If you don't quit, they that wait, they that wait, they that wait, they that wait, mm -hmm. upon the Lord, you're going to get a renewing of your strength. So as you walk into 2024 this year, I know you're going to renew your strength. But be prepared. It's coming again. But what you're going to understand is I'm a little bit stronger. I'm a little bit wiser. I'm better. I'm so much better. As the Marvin Sapp said, when I look at all the things that you brought me through, I realized it was you. I was, you was the one I held on to, and I thought I would never make it. Some of you didn't think you would make it to this point in 2023, and you're still here. Some of you didn't think you would make it to this point in your life, and you're still here. Some of you are just saying that I'm just glad that I made it to the day. And that's a win for you. And yet you're still here. I want to celebrate with you on this morning to let you know that God has not forgotten you. That these three elements will guarantee your success. Because if you have a coach, there's somebody who's walking with you and talking with you, encouraging when the times get tough and it will get tough. All of us go through it. And then they mentoring you in that space so that as you go through your learning and you're understanding things and, and as you continue to get mentored, at some point in time, there's a sponsor that hooks you up with and said, I need your gifting over here. I need your understanding over here. I need your anointing over here. And then you walk into a space that you didn't realize you would be walking into. That oftentimes you even feel uncomfortable in the space. You don't even feel worthy. You almost like the imposter syndrome. It's like, Lord, how did I get here? Lord, look at these learned people. Lord, look at these people of great wealth. Look at these people of knowledge. Yet they invited me to this space. And it's at this point in time that you don't get brand new. See, David was invited to, David went to lunch and he was invited to go fight Goliath because he knew, he understood David, who he was. David didn't change who he was. David picked up that slingshot that got him right there, that took him to that space, and he fought Goliath with what he had in his hand. I know some of you are thinking God's going to, you know, wait for God to give you some brand new body, some new skill set. No, you already have it. What are you doing to develop what he's given you? And that starts with the coach. The coach allowed a little bit more pressure to come through. Because see, I the truth of the matter is, I worked out way better when I had a coach. Because he brought accountability. Mm -hmm. He pushed me because I would go to a certain level. Because I'm lifting, if I'm lifting weights by myself, it won't be so far I was going to go. Why? Because I knew I was by myself. So if the weight got too heavy, I didn't want the weight to fall on me and kill me or injure me, or hurt me. Are y'all following the, 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 the parallels here? Same way. Whether you want to or not, you are in this world. You got stuff you're going to go through. And I'm here to tell you today that you need a coach. Mm -hmm. And that coach will help you and guide you. Right? Sometimes you change coaches, and that's all right too. Because there's certain coaches that you need. Because sometimes there's a strength coach. Uh-huh. There's a conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. 
See, so both of those are different. Strength and condition is two different things. One is me getting stronger. One is getting my physical condition overall better. Are y'all following me? But you need a coach. And they're going to help push you to that next level. So while you're in that next level, then God send you mentors. People who are willing to invest their time in you. God's spirit, the Holy Ghost, when you're reading, it'll open up stuff to you. He'll send godly men to you, godly women to you. He'll help you understand things better. And then when you're ready, he will sponsor you into his space. The Bible says like this, how can you hear without a preacher? And how can he preach unless he be sent? And while he's preaching, as part of that fivefold ministry, now he's what? Taking you and the mentor is working with you because the mentor knows the way. And because the mentor knows the way, the mentor is preparing you to be sponsored into the space. So when your time comes, it's not going to be your money. It's not going to be your talent, but it's going to be your character. But you were willing to not do. And open that door. I'm telling somebody today, don't break character. It's a test. It's a test. Don't break character. Know who you are. Walk in integrity. And God will take care of you. I'm a living witness. If I can give y'all my entire testimony for 2023, it would just blow some of your minds. But walk in integrity and watch God bless you. If you get these three things, I'm telling you, the sponsor, Jesus Christ is our sponsor. The mentor, the Holy Ghost. And then the coach, because you got to be coached. There's got to be somebody there who's there with you every day, pushing you along the way. This is why for us, our Bible, uh, not Bible, but our prayer in the morning, I believe is so essential to our church. We've prayed every day now for what, almost three, four years now. We, we, we take the weekends. We don't necessarily take the weekend off. We just don't be together. But every day I done been in planes. I done been in other parts of the country, everything. And we still hold on to this. Why? Because this is where we, we're gathering together to encourage one another. We are encouraged. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged every time I turn it on and some of y'all are there. <laughs> right? I mean, I get discouraged too. Now, I get encouraged when we turn it on Sunday morning and the, and the folk are showing up because I know I've spent the week trying to prepare a sermon and understand and hear from God and be able to feed them. So think about it as a parent. You know, well, many of you are wise and, and, and if you went and you you go in and put all that food. Now, think about it as a tomorrow. So some of you tomorrow, you're going to have this big Christmas dinner tomorrow. And some of you have been in the grocery store the last couple of days, a couple, couple of weeks. You've been gathering things. You've been finding the spices you want. You've been finding this and you've been finding that. You've been gathering all this stuff. And you're going to prepare and you can't wait for your children to come home or your loved ones to come over or your friends. And you just think about the whole time you have. What if you prepared all that meal and did all that work and nobody showed up? That's how it is when you come to church. You do all this preparation, all this meal planning, all this prep, and nobody shows up. Think about it from that point of view. The coach is needed. The mentor 
is essential. The sponsor is a must. Guarantee success, the three elements, sponsor, mentor, coach. I promise you, and I want to hear from you, if you employ these three things in your life. Because if they're in your spiritual life, they'll be in your, your natural life. Mm -hmm. I promise you, I want you to write me. I want you to send me emails. I want you to hit me on Facebook, wherever the case may be, and tell me, you know what? I got these things, and I have been very highly successful. That's the, as they said, that's the cheat code. That's standing on business. <laughs> that is life hack 101. The Bible says it like this, and I'm done. He says this, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. God bless you all. I love you all. Thank you. Continue to pray for me and my family. You all have a very, very, very Christmas. I wish you nothing but success. I look forward to us walking together in 2024 as God has leads us and he guides us and as we go forward. Also to the Safe House Church, I want to let you know we will have prayer. If you would like to join us, that's fine. If not, I get it. Not a problem, but I will be on my knees at 6, I mean, six o'clock like we normally do every morning. Amen. Going before the Lord in prayer. For God has just been so good to us. He's been wonderful to me. And I'm grateful. And I want to make sure that I continue to get his name, the honor and the glory. God bless you all. I love you all. If this message has been a blessing to you, I ask that you help us out. Um, financially, amen, that, you know, these things are not free, amen, but with all the things and all the spaces and stuff. We're also, we um, want to provide an opportunity for you to give time and offering, amen. So we did, um, you can go to our website. We updated a couple of things on our website so that um, our giving can be a little bit easier to do. So you will find here, we also, right now, we have here um, this morning, as you can see here, the... Uh, what is going on here? I don't know. Anyway, as you can see here that we have um, at the Safe House I Giving, you can give at the Safe House. If you QR code, if you use the QR code there, that QR code will take you there to our church giving page. Amen. You can just go to safehousechurchgso.com forward slash give. That link will take you to the page where you can go in there and put in your credit card information to be able to submit a... Um, tithe and offering if you so desire. Then we also offer other options of Zale at offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Again, that's offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Or we can do the cash out, which is dollar sign, safehousechurchgso, and what you'll see that little SH sign there is our logo. Again, you'll see dollar sign, safehousechurchgso, or you can write a check or money order to Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 86, um, 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 2735A. Again, that's Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 2735A. And we're forever grateful for all that you, um, you've done and um, whatever you decide to give. So let's pray for that offering and then we'll get out of here. Oh Lord and the Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning. Lord, we want to say we thank you. 
Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your people, oh God. We thank you for what you've done and what you continue to do with them, oh God. Lord, I ask that you help them on today to walk away with this word, oh God, this essential word, oh God, to know, Lord, you, that you're not mocked, Lord, whatever you say that you do, that you will come to pass, Lord, and I thank you for that. Lord, I ask that you bless those, Lord, you have, Lord, you who are providing offerings on this morning, oh God, I ask that you bless them, oh God, some a hundred, some a thousand fold, oh God, according to your riches and glory, Lord, protect them, keep them, love on them, Lord, give them traveling mercies, oh God, up and down the dangerous highways, oh God, let no hurt harm them, come to them in any form or fashion, bless them, oh God, and they're going in and they're going out, Lord, love on them, bless them, help them, oh God, to be all that you have them to be, to do what you have them to do, to say what you have them to say, to live how you have them to live, and to pray how you have them to pray, and Lord, we just thank you, Lord, as we walk into 2024, oh God, knowing that there is more in 24, Lord, as we invest deeply into you, Lord, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, for that, Lord, for we know that you are able to give us a guaranteed return, Lord, as we walk, Lord Jesus, with our sponsors, and, and we, and Lord, and we go with our mentors, oh God, and we understand and work with our coaches, oh God, those are essential elements to our guaranteed success, and we thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we praise your name, we actually do all these things of others. In the powerful name of Jesus, for we know this one thing and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Woo, God bless you all. Love you all. Look at me. 128, we've been we right on time, so I didn't keep you that long. God bless you all. Love you all. Merry, Merry Christmas to all of you all. You all take care of the Lord's will. We'll see you all tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. in our prayer. And then there will be no Bible class on Wednesday night, but then we'll follow back up with our um, New Year's service. God bless you all. I love you all. Take care. And you all have an amazing, amazing day and an amazing holiday. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye.